Let's turn now to another story that's on our radar. As you've heard on WBEZ, The Hideout, that's the small music and comedy club on the north side, it's closing for the rest of the year. This comes after a former employee accused the venue of having a toxic work environment. The Hideout will close early next week with plans to reopen in 2023 with new leadership. That's according to a statement from The Hideout's owners. Now, for more on this story, we turn to Quinn Myers, Block Club Chicago reporter covering Bucktown, Wicker Park, and Westtown. Hey, Quinn. Hey, Sasha. Thanks for having me. So The Hideout, it's a a staple in the city's music scene. But for those of us who don't really know about it, how popular is this place? I would say in the local performance scene, the local uh, indie music scene, it's extremely popular. You know, it's tucked away, uh, hence the name, The Hideout. Um, in an industrial corridor, um, really close to Bucktown, right by the Chicago River. But it's really become a kind of staple for small touring bands, local bands to play. Um, they have comedy events, as you mentioned. They also have a lot of local events covering local politics and uh, current affairs. A lot of reporters and journalists I know have moderated panels there. I know WBZ, Block Club, you know, many organizations have hosted uh, shows and events there. Um, so within a, a certain uh, niche group, I would say it's, it's really well-known um, and, uh, you know, maybe not quite on the radar for everybody, but definitely an uh, institution uh, in the eyes of many. Yeah. Well, tell us more about why it's closing right now. Sure. So uh, a few weeks ago, um, former program director Mikhail DeVille, he is a local rapper. Um, he was hired as their program director in the summer of 2021, essentially booking their live entertainment and shows. Um, and a few weeks ago, he released a very detailed social media post um, with allegations of a toxic workplace at the hideout. Um, he, with allegations that he was tokenized for being a black artist, among other issues. He talked about how he really felt like he wasn't set up to succeed there, um, that he had issues where he was spit on by a, uh, by a customer for enforcing mask guidelines, wow. that um, he was berated by a resident artist on feels like uh, management did not support him in that. Uh, And there's kind of a slew of other issues, uh, including a very tense, what he calls a very tense workplace culture with shouting and, and, um, and that sort of thing um, that led to uh, having a very detrimental uh, impact on his mental health. Um, So he has kind of gone public um, with some of these allegations and um, they, they went viral or they definitely went viral within the local performance uh, scene here in in Chicago, um, and there have been there's been some fallout from that. Wow! And and this move to close the hideout, it's not just about these allegations, right? W- what other fallout has there been? Well, sure. So uh, Mikhail's post led to almost immediately a bunch of bands and artists canceling upcoming performances at the hideout. Um, some put out statements um, saying that they can't play there until this is figured out, until uh, the hideout takes action to kind of remedy some of their behavior. Um, so basically what that's led to is the hideouts uh, announcing they're going to take a hiatus uh, starting next week um, until um, at least 2023. Um, the hideout owners say they're going to uh, undertake an equity audit with an outside HR firm to look at their business practices. Um, And they also say, um, somewhat cryptically, they're going to reopen under new leadership. Um, They did not specify what new leadership means. Um, The current owners, um, Tim and Katie Tutton, um, have owned the hideout uh, for about 26 years. Mm -hmm. Um, They did not, so they didn't say what new leadership could mean. I think they're still kind of figuring that out. Um, but they say they're not going to reopen uh, until 2023 at this point. Well, did they say anything about DeVille's accounts? Did they deny anything? 
So um, one thing I should note is both DeVille and The Hideout, uh, they have not spoken uh, on the record beyond their uh, series of public statements. Um, but they did say that they take the concerns very seriously. Um, they said, quote, we acknowledge the deep pain Mikhail and others are feeling, um, but they have not gone through each specific claim or allegation and responded to them. Um, they say they're committed to taking action, um, and they said that they don't pretend that this process can be done quickly or perfectly and that it's going to take time to develop a uh, meaningful plan for change, um, but they have not addressed those specific uh, allegations. Well, let's dig into some more of the conversations you might have had. Have you heard from any of the musicians who have had to cancel their shows? I have. I've talked to a few of them. Um, and, you know, a, a theme that I got was a real sense of disappointment um, from a lot of them. The Hideout, as I mentioned, is, is uh, for many a beloved venue. And right. yeah. people were really upset. They loved playing there. They loved the intimacy. Um, they loved hanging out um, with friends there. And so people, uh, the people I talked to said they're really disappointed. But because of the allegations, because of what they had heard, they had to cancel their shows, um, even if uh, it was painful for them. Anything from current or, or former employees of the hideout about you know, maybe uh, DeVille's experiences specifically or whether they, too, experienced something similar? Um, haven't really heard from many others. I'm still digging into that. Um, but again, the hideout owners, um, you know, uh, requested a, we requested a interview with them, with some of the owners, and they have um, not commented beyond a, a series of public statements. Um, one statement they put out last week said they um, – have a different perspective on some of the concerns, but they are taking them seriously. That's kind of as far, I guess, as, they, as, as they've, as far as they've, as they've gone in yeah. um, kind of res responding, I guess. I mean, and as you talked about this, this, the importance of this, this bar in, in the scene, any sense of just how the community's feeling now that it would be closing? Uh, so sure. I think there has been a, a disappointment, um, not just from bands, as I mentioned, but certainly from patrons, people who um, love seeing local music there. Um, I think there is, you know, there were uh, a lot of concerns shared online when these allegations did come to light. And I think um, with it, uh, the hideout's recent uh, announcement that they're going to take a hiatus for at least the rest of the year, I think people have seen mostly a positive response to that, saying, OK, I hope they can figure it out and I hope they can reopen. I think there is a general consensus that we don't want to lose the hideout. We don't want to lose this place that has been a supportive um, place for independent art um, for decades now in Chicago. Um, and they've also been very public about that. I, the owners, the Tuttons, um, they are founding members of the Chicago Independent Venue League, or Civil, which um, stood up against the Lincoln Yards development, which is going to be built just right around the hideout and originally was going to include um, a Live Nation entertainment district. That's the big, you know, entertainment conglomerate that yeah. um, owns tons of theaters everywhere. Um, they weren't successful in stopping Lincoln Yards and they weren't successful in stopping the city subsidies to that project. But Live Nation um, did pull out, at least uh, pulled out from an ownership stake in that entertainment district. And there are still going to be some theaters and entertainment venues in that project, but um, they will not be at least owned by Live Nation. I think it remains to be seen if, if Live Nation will have no uh, involvement or not. But that was a big win yeah. for um, the independent venues in Chicago, and that was in large part led um, by the owners of the hideout a, a few years ago. Yeah, and, and something that that's stands out with this, too, is is that – this occurrence is not just specific to DeVille and specific to the hideout, right? It feels like a bigger story here about local venues and, and just about workplaces in general. Sure. 
Sure. And I think there is kind of this expectation, especially at uh, cultural institutions. We've seen a lot of reckonings in recent years at theaters, at venues of people being overworked, of people being underpaid. Um, and certainly that's part of the um, conversation here. Um, are venue workers being treated well? Are they be given, are they given um, proper um, divisions between personal life and work life? Um, and I think there's been uh, a lot of people taking for granted over the years. I mean, I can't speak to specific cases, but I, I do think that is a general consensus of, um, you know, a, a dissatisfaction with a lot of venue ownership uh, across Chicago at, at venues of all sizes. 